Where it's time for the guy who always gets you to the ball game on time. And here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. All right. Here we go. Go where? Crazy, follow me. All right, here we go. <laughs> Back with you. Live with you. I don't even I don't have a slight clue what day it is. Let me guess. Wednesday? Is it Wednesday? Yeah, it is Wednesday. Now, welcome into the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau Go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance all across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes at your local Farm Bureau Insurance agents. I am Matt. This is live radio. <laughs> if you're listening live in the smack dab middle of the day. And if I'm on, it means that Beaver is here as well. Hey, B. Hey, Matt Lapp. You, uh, you thought out? Yeah. I'm not. I think so. I'm not. Oh. Like you personally or your your area? <laughs> yeah, both. Tupelo. I, yeah, I'm a little thawed out. I mean, my feet are cold right now. I don't know what it is. Like, you get cold and I can't get my feet to warm up. Maybe it's a circulation issue. <laughs> but, yeah, we still got, uh, like, on any of the roads in Tupelo that haven't been scraped, we still have a nice little sheet of ice and snow over it. Like, it didn't melt. Okay, but, but, Beaver, you can get around on some of it with a front-wheel drive, let alone, a, I mean, four-wheel drive, anything like that. So, y'all, y- you had ice on the roads yesterday in central Mississippi, but it all melted? Most of it has melted in places where there's shade, because I took a little bit of a different route. Yeah. And it was so ridiculous, because right down the street, I took... Yeah, I, I took East Metro down from Crossgates Boulevard. I forget that you don't live here, so right. these road names mean nothing to you. Right. But, yeah. Well, it's fine though. I I get the point. Hey, so, Beef. Hey, Beef. Hey. I I gotta call a quick audible, like real fast. I gotta play some Huey Lewis or something because I've locked Annabeth out. Hang on. Hang on. I got a good story about it. Hang on. I'll be right back. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> hey, <laughs> B, what do you think? <laughs> I locked Annabeth out, okay? And what do you think her first words to me were just now when I went and unlocked the door? Why'd you lock me out? <laughs> exactly. <sighs> she said, why would you lock the door? So <laughs> here's the situation. Mary Lady and her friends out there sledding. Okay, Beave, like that's if you're listening live in the middle of the day. They're they're out there sledding until their little heart's content right now. Just zipping down the driveway and 
down the road and all this stuff. So I, so far during the snow and the ice, have been the supervisor. I mean, Annabeth's been out there some, but I primarily have been the supervisor. Well, <laughs> today, because we got back on the air, um, earlier, Annabeth's like, okay, I, I'm going out there because I know you got to get on the radio. So before the show began, I stuck my head out there. First of all, like when the sun's hitting that snow, it's, yeah, I mean, you can't see a thing. <laughs> I can barely see. I look out there. I say, hey, y'all okay? You know, we're good. I'm, like, I'm getting on the radio. I'll talk to you later. Well, when I shut the door, I, out of habit, locked the door. <laughs> and so we were beginning the show just a minute ago, and I, I, I'm talking to you. You're telling me about which roads and stuff were iced over, and I'm hearing bang, 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 bang on the door downstairs. And, uh, yeah, sure enough, I locked her out. But all is well. I'll let her back in. I'm, maybe we can get her on the air. We can get a good, uh, get a good version of that story. I mean, look, let's be honest. It's one thing to lock somebody out, you know, any other time of year. It's a whole different thing to lock somebody out when it is, hang on, 27 degrees outside right now. <laughs> and got out of, like, say it was 7 degrees when I woke up this morning. Well, here we are, off and running with you on this Wednesday. Glad to be back. We were out on Monday for um, Martin Luther King Day, and then yesterday we were iced in, and now glad to be back with you here today, just getting started with you uh, on this Wednesday. So feel free to comment, however you're listening or wherever. several ways you can do that. You can call, you can text, you can comment on the live stream. Um, on the live stream, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, elsewhere, Feel free to just type in a comment, hit submit, and I get it right here. Danny was the first to say hey to us today on YouTube. He said, Hail State, Matt from Ringgold, Georgia, where it was four degrees above zero this morning. Whew, that's a whole different kind of cold, man. That's a whole different kind of cold. <laughs> you can text me also on the country-pleasing text line. Number to text, 885-3776. That's a 601 number. 885-3776. Um, the country pleasing text line. I, I I ate up during this little that's another thing about like being snowed in or iced in. It's way too easy to eat way too much. Uh I, I finished off a thing of uh three cheese sausage from Country Pleasing. One one day I also ate half of a package of boudin. <laughs> the the link boudin made some rice with it. And today I started a package of the jalapeno and cheddar sausage. Started in on that for breakfast. Jason in Flagstaff, Arizona, Texas show. And he says, bless y'all's heart. Yeah, I look, I know. Okay, Jason, our snow and ice doesn't compare to your snow and ice. But I will say, Jason, uh, for example, you know, I told you I was going to try to get up to Tishomingo State Park, but they, they close the trace off and it's covered in ice and you slipping around and all. So I hadn't been up there. I would love to have been able to go, but not able to go. I don't have a four-wheel drive. Nick texts the show. And what did he say? He says, did you just jump out of a DeLorean during the break? I, I wish I had. If I'd have had a DeLorean, I'd have gone back in time and not locked the door earlier today. I locked them out there in the ice in 20-degree weather. It is warming up really fast today, though, You know, relatively. 27, a lot warmer than 7. 
Uh, Nick also said this weather is even worse than the Cowboys' defense. <laughs> and bring on the Skeeters. Talking about the mosquitoes. Okay, listen, that's another thing. There is a lot of water that has gone under the bridge since the last time I had a chance to catch up and talk with y'all. Uh, so, you know, I, just questions for you. You kind of let me know what you think. But one, what are your thoughts on a Cowboys loss? And not just a loss, but the way they lost. And it was like, listen, if you didn't think the Packers knew they were about to do that, then I would beg to differ. The Packers knew what they were about to do. They had watched the film. I think they really knew who they were. You could tell they had their team ready to play. It's team football. And the Packers are gritty and tough and, like, happy to get in a street fight kind of kind of team, okay? And that's just not Dallas. I think they knew that. And they knew they their defense cannot stop us. <laughs> and they went and took the opening kickoff, won the toss, and said, we want the ball. There's your indication. To me, like – I don't think Green Bay was all that surprised that they were able to whip Dallas the way they did. Is they go in, win the coin toss on the road, take the ball, we want the ball, and just proceeded to from the first play on just whip them. And you know Dak played poor. He did. You know those. I guess two big decisions, but you know the first int was one where you guys covered up like he's not really open. You're just kind of forcing it to him right there. The guy makes a great play. The other one was just, you know, you got double slants and you choose the wrong one and they read your eyes the whole way, right? Kind of what happened to him some last year. And so he played he played poorly. But they all did. I mean, Lamb couldn't get open against man-to-man and he had this bad body language. You don't know what happened. Defensively, they were just soft. De- defensively, trying to play zone coverage and just couldn't. I, it was... I think I tweeted something along the lines of, I think it was at halftime. Have you ever seen an NFL team that is the higher seed favored and at home play a worse half of football in a playoff game than that Dallas team did? I don't think I ever have. Somebody referenced there was this game, you know, years ago back in the early 90s where there was this big comeback and, you know, and, and I'm sure that's true and comparable. But that's how, what we're talking about. 30 years? <laughs> 30, 35 years? Is that what we're talking about? To go back to find the last time that a team at home in the playoffs favored played that bad of a half of football. I mean, an NFL team full of gazillionaires. It's one thing to get beat. Okay? And they've lost their – the Cowboys have lost their share of playoff games. It's one thing to get beat. It's another thing to, like, get run out, historically embarrassed on your own field, not at all ready to play against a seven seed, a team that squeezed in there. Not even competitive. The game was not even competitive. That's a whole different deal. Completely different deal. So, like, what are your thoughts on that? Coming to them. Everybody on the live stream coming to y'all. Text messages as well in the country pleasing text line coming to that. We got basketball under the bridge also. You know, we covered states win over Tennessee last week. 
Then you turn around and lose to Alabama. There are some free throws, and that is the deal. Okay, you know, free throw, you hit some towards the end. It keeps you in. It changes the end of the game, gives you a chance to win. Problem is, who who is that state team going to beat by giving up 84 points at home? I mean, really? Who are you going to beat? What team will this Mississippi State team outscore at home, or anywhere for that matter, but even at home, by allowing 84 points? Anybody? See, there's the issue in that game. And so they'll try it on again tonight uh, against Kentucky. <laughs> Steps up a little uh, a notch. All right, so coming to your comments and your texts, right now they're going to flip it over to the phone line, the Divini Equipment phone line. First of all, tip of the cap to our folks on the phone line who remember the new number, new number to call, 897-1059. That's a 601 number, 897-1059. Divini Equipment, Madison and in Jackson, you're Kubota dealer. First up on line one, Winslow. Thanks for calling, Winslow. What's up? Matt, can we please mercifully change the subject? <laughs> sure, whatever. It's fine with me. Actually, I did have a, a, a Dallas comment, and I'll keep it till the end of my call, uh, because what I'm calling you about, um, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, you probably know who Maroon Mary is on Twitter, don't you? The, uh, the, uh, I th- the, I'm not the sure. Senior lady, she 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 shoots video at the volleyball and soccer and basketball, okay. and and then tweets them out. You know, sweet sweet little old lady, a good friend of mine too. Okay. And she's been cleaning out some of her her state memorabilia, and she posted a picture of the August 1998 dogs fight. You you remember that newspaper? I do, yeah. And there you are on the front. Matt White has won the starting quarterback position <laughs> and all this stuff. And she was about to toss it, and I said, no, 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 wait, wait. And so somebody suggested that it might be something you'd be interested in. I, I don't know if you keep all your playing memorabilia like yeah. that or not. Uh, well, um, yeah, I tell you, just um... – I'll be happy to put my hands on it. Uh, I don't really collect a lot of stuff. I, the truth is, I have two pieces of memorabilia, really from playing days that I've hung on to. One Winslow, yeah. you'll, find, you'll find it interesting. It's a kind of a like a shadow box thing that my mother made. That she she took my jerseys that I kept from my senior year of football, the the home and the away. Actually, I think it was yeah. from, from my junior year, but but anyway, it's two of the jerseys, and she made it, put them in a thing that would just sort of, where they wouldn't be hanging in a closet, right? So they're like in the shadow box deal. And then my helmet, which uh, that was from my senior year, and I have it in here on the desk. People can see it on the live stream. But I really hadn't kept a whole lot of other keepsakes and that kind of thing. But sure, I mean, you've gone to the effort to track it down. I'd be glad to, to have it if you want to send it to okay. me. Okay. Well, we'll we'll figure out a way to get it to you. It may be baseball season, you know, one weekend when you're there. Yeah, and and, and we'll 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 get hooked up. But it might be something that your daughter, you know, sure. uh, likes down the road. So sure, you know, uh, memorabilia is kind of funny. I, I collected a lot of state stuff through the years, and then when I retired and didn't have an office anymore, I you know I just I, I lost my interest in it. You yeah, know, I, sure. I'm not going to give it up. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, you know, my number one thing, I've got a, a Letterman sweater f- from uh, a player on the 1940 squad. So, oh, wow. You know, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, 
I, I think I'll probably donate it to the university at some point because neither of my kids are interested in it. Yeah. But I was in the SEAL building one time and saw one they had there under a spotlight, and it had already been bleached brown. So, oh, wow. Okay. You, know, you don't want to, you, you don't you want don't to that. see that happen. But I will uh, I will get up with Maroon Mary, and, okay. and we'll, uh, we'll get this thing to you eventually. Well, I and, appreciate that. And you know, I'll tell you, you what, Winslow. Um, my, just you can use my email address to communicate with me if you need to. It's just it's just Matt. Yeah. It's Matt at MattWyattMedia.com. So you know y'all okay. can re- reach out to me that way, and then we can exchange a you know address or find a time to meet and all that kind of stuff. I just appreciate it. And and, and you know I'm sort of the uh, the the freelance journalist, so you know I think that might make a neat a neat picture or something too if you if you'd be willing so, yeah sure yeah happy know. to yeah happy to not no. that i have an ulterior motive or anything <laughs> but you know no. i i just want to get two 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 state fans together you know that'd be and, great uh, that'd and, be and, great but uh anyway my 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 dallas comment is you know i've been a, a dallas fan since i was a little kid my dad was a big fan of tom landry and and in most recent years, I've been more of a Dak fan than a Cowboy fan. Mm. And I'm so disgusted at this point. It's probably not going to happen, but I'd like to see Dak traded. And in that way, 100%. we finally get to determine, you know, okay, who's the problem? Is mm. it Dak or is it the Joneses? And, you know, I have my ideas on, on who it is, but there's only yeah. one way that, you know, that it'll ever be proven. Well, but, and, yeah, and what do you think about this? I just want to see him go somewhere. What do you think go about this, Winslow, real quick? Um, my thought, there is, you know, it's probably not fair to say culture problem, because when you say that, people automatically in their head, they picture, like, people fighting in the locker room and all this kind of stuff. But what I mean is, Every year, all these NFL teams, these highly paid pros, right, They, the people that are in the playoffs, they all jack it up another notch. Okay, these players, these coaches, they got all they got these contract incentives and all that. And what, the level of competitiveness and just like urgency, it all gets jacked up another notch with all these teams. I mean, look at Green Bay and, you know, look at Detroit and all this stuff. Dallas doesn't match that. And, you know, year after year, what I see, even when Dak's there in these years, their urgency, sort of their demeanor, the way they go about it, and all, I'm not saying you got to flip the switch and change. I'm just saying there's a certain intensity and physicality and just like let's go out in a parking lot and fight toughness mentality that it yeah. seems like these other teams have it, and the Cowboys never have that. And so yeah. it's, there's a softness to them. I told Annabeth before that game the other day, I guess I wasn't confident enough to tweet it, you know, but I told Annabeth, Annabeth, the Packers are fixing to beat the Cowboys. She's like, no, they're not. I'm like, yes, the Packers are hungry. Okay, they're the seventh seed. They're the hungrier team. they got nothing to lose whatsoever. They're the kind of team that's fine – to get out in the parking lot and fight you, and they run the ball. They're a physical running team, and then the rest is history. Yeah. The Cowboys you know who don't have the right mentality about that. One uh, one one viewpoint I'd love to hear about that is Jackie Sherrill because you know he he used to talk a lot about you know how hard it was to to get motivated week after week after week, and the Cowboys just seem to have you know a a 
a couple of decades of bad timing though there. Yeah, I think there's some there's Just, some of that. There's always a target on their back for sure. Um, yeah. But there's also just a physicality that, you know, at the line of scrimmage that they just haven't had it, it seems like to me. Just, I don't know, a certain punch that you've got to have. Well, Winslow, I appreciate everything. It's good to hear from you. Thank you. Yes, man. Thank you. Call me anytime. And coming to all your texts on the Country Pleasing text line also. And listen, uh, Beaver and Judy, Judy, I know you're hanging on. If you can be patient, I hope you will. And I'll come to you as soon as we finish a commercial break that's about to hit. But if we start the phone call now, um, sure as a world, as soon as we say hello, that music is about to start. And I don't want it to cut you short. So um, if, if you can, just be patient. And if, and if you need to call me back, I totally understand that as well. But but let me let me get to this. Uh, NWR Mike, he texts the show. He said, Matt, that is exactly what I posted the other day. Dallas is a soft team. And soft teams do not win in the NFL playoffs. And that's, you know, and it's relative, right? Mike, I, I'm kind of with you. It's kind of relative, meaning, I mean, we, these are NFL football players we're talking about here. <laughs> okay. And it's a team that won double-digit games in the regular season. It's it's There's sort of a relativeness to our comment about them being soft. But that's it. When you, you look at teams that win in these playoffs, look at Buffalo. I mean, even look at Kansas City <laughs> playing the other night against – Watch the Chiefs' defense playing against the Dolphins. You don't watch, even in these Super Bowl teams that the Chiefs have had where they can wing it and air it out and throw it all over the field and Mahomes is just a magician and all that, but you don't watch these Kansas City teams, offense or defense, and come away with the word what? Soft. Never. (laughs) They will take out a knife and cut you with it. And that's the way they approach the game. And I hate to use that analogy, but it's the truth. And you just never seem like you. there's a complacency. It seems like with all these Cowboys teams, even though they're set up in the playoffs, that's just my perspective. Stick around. Back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Jared is watching, listening uh, the live stream. He comments on Facebook on the Murray West live thread. Says, I don't know if you remember, but I told you if the Packers got ahead early, they'd win. Packers look good, and the IR list is long and not so much hope to beat a really good 49ers team. Kittle and McCaffrey, not 100%. So maybe go, Pack, go. Well, they are good and young. And a quarterback looked fantastic. I'm going to tell you what else, too. You have to, if you're an NFL fan, you have to be excited about Love and Green Bay. Um, drawing a blank on his name, but the kid from uh, Ohio State at uh, in Houston. You, I mean, fantastic. I think I may, I think I may really be a fan of D'Amico Ryans and what he's doing in, in Houston. And uh, he certainly seems to have the quarterback for it also. They're just getting started. It's going to be fun to watch the rest of the way, and just like I told you. Now I know the conditions did have a lot to do with it. They certainly did. But like I told you, no C.J. Stroud, thank you, Sven. Nobody would be surprised, would they, if Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes – and the rest and Chris Jones and the rest of the Chiefs figured a little something out 
and all of a sudden just started absolutely terrifying everybody in these playoffs. <laughs> one play, one series, one quarter at a time. It wouldn't surprise anybody. They just beat the Dolphins in, you know, sub-zero, I know. And and you go to Buffalo, it's a whole different deal. But would it surprise you if they out-dueled Buffalo somehow won that game? Not one bit. All right, over to the phone line. Judy has been very patient. I appreciate that. Judy, thanks for calling. What's up? Well, I've been told patience is a virtue, but I've also been told I don't have that virtue. <laughs> but I did want to speak to you about, and I will still call them our Dallas Cowboys, just like our Mississippi State Bulldogs. They could not put a drive together a quarter together, a half together. They couldn't put anything together consistently. Yeah. I love Dak Prescott. I love what he's done with the Cowboys. How many records has he broken out there? I, I, I can't tell you, and I don't, I'm not asking for an answer. But I was sick. I was sick at the way they attempted to play and did not. I was sick at the way they played, okay? Mm-hmm. Doug gave up on them in the first quarter. I said, no, they've got more quarters to play, and I wasn't going to give up on them until the end of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I thought, they're not doing anything. Yeah. And they're, they're just not. Okay, and Judy, you've watched them all year, anything. right? You've watched them all year, correct? Yes. Okay. And, and I realized they have made, had made, 16 home victories in a row. Yeah. I think they were overconfident because they were playing in Dallas. I think they were totally outplayed, and I hate to admit that. Yeah, and I overconfidence is a good word. I kind of felt that, you know, at times also. But you know what else? Jimmy, what? That, the reason I asked you, you'd watch them all year, which I kind of did too. They're always on TV here, obviously, because of Dak and, you know, the big brand of the Cowboys – the body language and the demeanor, something didn't seem right. And, it, uh-uh. you know, maybe it's because they were down a couple of scores early, but that's not when you're down, you know, 14 nothing in the NFL, so what? And, but something even from the word go with CD Lamb and Dak and the sideline and the defense, <laughs> it, something was not right. Did you see the pregame show with the announcers? No. Or did you hear what Jimmy Jones said? Uh, Jimmy Johnson? No, I didn't hear what he said. Okay, I'm sorry. Jimmy Johnson. That's okay. He went up one side and down the other and said, you get out there and you play. You show them who's – not his words. You show them who's boss. Yeah. After the game, he did not say one word. In the post game, didn't say anything. Not one yeah. word did they let him say. <laughs> and oh, he well. he couldn't have defended them any. Yeah, there there's nothing to defend. It was, it was as bad as I've seen. That's why I said, you know, I I I did tweet. I think it was at halftime. I don't think I've ever seen a playoff team at home favored to win play that bad of a half of football. I don't think I've ever seen that before. I don't know what you chalk it up to. I, it, it reminded me so much of Mississippi State, and I hate to say that too. <laughs> yeah. But I've said before that they can't put four quarters together 
in a big game where they are supposedly favored to win. Yeah. They're playing at home in front of all those thousands of fans who paid all those thousands of dollars for a ticket. Yeah. It was just unbelievably sad. It was. Just, and I'll just, get off my soapbox. Yeah, it was a no-show. That's okay. That's all right. Judy, I'm thank you. I'm glad you're back today. Thank you. Glad to be Let back. Let the wife get warm. Yeah, I will. Yes, he was not happy the door was locked. Thank you, Judy. Appreciate the phone call. Okay. On Bye-bye. the Divini Equipment phone line, Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, you're Kubota dealer. So on the country, please, and text line, uh, David and Brandon text the show, and he said, hey, Matt, question. Dak doing the here-we-go thing before each snap. Not only incredibly annoying, but does it not give the defense an unfair advantage? It seems like the timing never changes. Um, well, David, no. I mean, in reality, what I would say to that is it, it doesn't matter what your cadence is as long as your team is used to it. Other than that, it doesn't matter. And, you know, I've heard all kinds of stuff over the years. Um, You know, even all the years that I played, you know, it was always numbers and stuff, but it was made to sound like I'm making a check or you're making a call, but 99 plays out of 100, you're not making a check sort of thing, but you're still going, blue 18, blue 18, said go, or Red 88, red 88, hoot, hoot, you know, and whatever that cadence is. And so at that, I've heard all kinds of stuff in the NFL too over the years of following it. And with him, that was a thing where (laughs) it's like a ready call. All right, here we go, you know, and then it just sticks and you stick with it. And as long as your team's used to it, that's all that matters, whether anybody else likes it or not. It's not a, a showy thing for him. It began as a here we go, and then you either you're on one to go or you're on two, which if a defense is trying to time it up on, here we go, to go. It's sometimes easier to get them to jump if they think it's the same every time. Does, does that make sense? So I, you know, it doesn't bother me. It's just a cadence. And beyond that, I, I just simply don't care. Joe mailman said, locked your wife out of the house. You're in a heap of trouble. Well, look, Joe, that's why I literally stepped away from the microphone on a live radio show to go unlock the door. <laughs> Can you imagine if I made her stay for 20 minutes and it's 20 degrees outside and she's on like barely got footing and there's this ice, she's standing on ice. Can you imagine? I had to let her in. <laughs> MSU 1980 texted the show and said, Matt, how many inches of snow did you get in Tupelo? We only got sleet in the Jackson area. Well, what we got in in Tupelo, for example, was a a layer of like sleet and ice that stuck on everything. Then on top of that, a layer of wintry mix that turned everything white, which was about maybe an inch and a half to two inches thick. Then on top of that, another layer of ice sleet. (laughs) So we had like a snow sandwich. But at no point did big, humongous snowflakes fall like it did in northwest Mississippi, like in Olive Branch and the Soto County, that area, on up to Memphis. It still covered everything, and it's actually even better for sledding. And, and it's solid white, but, man, once you get going, you don't stop unless you really try hard to stop. Somebody said, the Cowboys lost ruins of Falcon shot at Belichick. Everybody's saying that Bill Belichick is going to go coach the Cowboys. 
I mean, takes more than just a coach, to be honest with you. Scott from Philly says, this is Scott from Philadelphia. Been a Cowboys fan all my life. They look terrible and disappointed in Dak. You know, and I was disappointed in Dak, too, but I was also disappointed in their defense. You know, and I understand that it's sort of been your M.O. all year as a Dallas defense, and that is to not really be all that good against the run. Look at the teams they lost to. Philadelphia, San Francisco, Arizona. There's another one or two in there, whatever those are. So they they all have one thing in common. They load up and just run a ball right at them. Just run it right down their throat. Cowboys were not a good run defense. You knew that. So maybe that matchup didn't necessarily go their way going in. But the rest of it, you couldn't cover. I mean, Gilmore, I know he got his shoulder banged up the week prior, but they picked on him on purpose. Busted coverage after busted coverage after busted coverage. I mean, and there were situations in the first half of that game, right? Like how many times you see love for Green Bay that is falling back and about to get hit when he turns it loose on third down and completes a 20-yard throw because you're playing zone coverage and you've lost people. You just you the times that your defensive front did three or four times in a game get after the QB in a passing situation, you're you're totally busted in zone coverage back here and you're all paid millionaires in the secondary. I, I was disappointed in Dak. You turn it over twice, one goes to the house in a game where you could not afford any of that. Yeah, you're disappointed. I was way more disappointed in the way their defense played. So much so that it was a non-competitive game. It's like one of those games you look forward to watching and then just a little ways into it because of the defense, frankly. Well, there's no reason to watch it. And when your defense is playing that poorly, what's the point of trying to make a comeback? You can't come back because they keep scoring. <laughs> All right, just getting started. Stick around. Ready to talk sports the Mississippi way with you. So get in on the conversation and tell him what you think. All right, back with you. I'm Matt. Beavers here. We're all here. Coming to your texts momentarily on the country pleasing text line. Get them in here. Way to text the show, 885-3776. It is a 601 area code, 885-3776. You can also comment on the live stream. So, hey to y'all if you're on YouTube and Facebook. Chuck and TR and Sven and everybody coming to your comments also. Hey, a quick reminder. You need fast internet? Look, faster. How about this? You need the fastest internet. That's what I have here in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Uh, love it. You know, now that now that I have C Spire fiber to the home internet, I don't know. <laughs> it would be really tough to get away from it and use anything else like we used to. So here's a deal for you. I'm going to get it for you free. Here's a deal for you. C Spire Fiber Internet to the Home service. You get your first two months completely free. Go to cspire.com and use my name as the code, the promo code. All caps, Wyatt. W-Y-A-T-T. Spell it just like Wyatt Earp without the Earp. (laughs) W-Y-A-T-T. Okay? All caps, W-Y-A-T-T. Use code Wyatt. Go to cspire.com. Get your first two months 
of C Spire Fiber Internet Home Service totally free. I'll remind you that again, just in case you forget. If it comes to your area, you, you don't have any. And once you have it, you're going to be like, <laughs> worth it. All right, Jason in Flagstaff, he texts the show. Um, oh, he said, okay, so he's talking about uh, the roads. Yeah, that's what I was telling you. They, they shut the road down. Uh, the trace. He said, that's exactly what they did last time. Made it nearly impossible to get anywhere outside of town. Made me so mad, especially seeing all the road salts and such locked up the MDOT areas that they never use. <laughs> and some of it, like in my hometown of Tupelo, on the major thoroughfares there, Gloucester Street, you got North Gloucester, South Gloucester. It kind of runs north and south right on through town. And uh, you had a lane on each side that I, that apparently had been salted and scraped and so we were able to get to the grocery store and that sort of thing. But then it's like, then you venture off that part back into your neighborhood or some other road, and you just drive it on straight ice again, which uh, could be pretty interesting. <laughs> All right. Uh, Louvier, who that? By the way, okay, th there are certain people, all this cowboy stuff that we've been talking about here and sort of lamenting it, There are some people who didn't lament it at all. For example, Louvier says, I agree with Winslow. The Cowboys make me sick too. They should trade all the players and fold the team. Good riddance. Signed, go Saints. <laughs> Thank you, Louvier. Man, tell us how you really feel. Uh, NWR Mike, he texts us. Oh, we, we got to that one earlier. He's like, he agreed with me. There's something soft about him. Now, um. Okay, I got this. Let me see what the link is here. Somebody sent me this link it's from Sports Illustrated, Cowboys Country. So this was earlier in the month. Will McClay said no to NFL job interviews. He's going to stay with the Cowboys. And there's a story confirming that. And... Uh, whoever sent me this said, did you see Dan Quinn's defense give up 40 points? Guys are running wide open. We talked about that. Parsons dropping into zone coverage. I get the Joneses aren't perfect, but Will McClay makes a lot of personnel decisions. Jerry sticks his neck out more than any owner. He's not always picking players. Yeah, McClay, personnel guy. You know, and you look at, honestly, you look at the Cowboys and you, you look at them in the regular season, you don't necessarily think it's a personnel issue. It's almost like, you know, in a game like that, I don't know. It's like, it's almost like they had a plan that was a bad plan, especially offensively, and the players knew it was a bad plan. And so they just had no confidence in it whatsoever. PT for MSU texted the show and said, friend of mine is a federal ranger on the trace down here in the Jackson area. He says the reason they shut it down in some spots is because they don't plow or salt the roads. He says, I guess it has to do with it being a national park. Yeah, and it, I mean, you know, it makes sense. It does. It, it does make sense. You know, if they're not going to, if there's some sort of deal, you can't salt it. And, you know, Jason out in Flagstaff, he's from the Iuka area. He'll know 
man, you get to the trace, there's bridges everywhere, but from Tupelo to like Tishomingo County on the trace, it was like a hundred bridges, <laughs> little ones that you're going over, you know, and those are always going to freeze and kind of be worse anyway. So, you know, I guess I had a lot to do with it. And I, hey, and our kids up here are out of school again tomorrow. On Thursday, I already let them know. They're out tomorrow also. What's weird about it up here is it's going to rain tomorrow. Like, so it's going to be warm enough to rain, not snow. But, like, where's all that water going to go? And then pretty soon it's going to get down, dip down in the 20s again. And I, I don't know what we're in for. <laughs> I don't know what we're in for the next few days, but we're in for something. All right. Um, TR on the Murray West live thread. Go to murraywest.com. You need con- contract embroidery company. What does that mean? So let's say you have a team and you're, you're getting all kinds of gear, like travel suits or something. We've got pants, jackets, tops, hats, whatever. And we're going to get a team logo embroidered on it. That's where you go. Okay. Right here in Mississippi, family owned contract embroidery company right here in home since 1996. They've grown, can handle any size order. Big or small, trust me on that. You can go to their website, murraywest.com, M-U-R-R-Y, west.com. See some of the folks that they work with from Genteel, Prairie Wildlife, um, Ole Miss, Ole Miss Athletics. Seriously. Like, you see Lane Kiffin wearing something that's got the the SIP logo on the arm or the the Mississippi shark fin thing embroidered on a shirt. That They sent it to Murray West. Murray West did it and sent it back to them. Eh? So they're trustworthy, and that's where you need to go. So on the Murray West live thread, TR, he's on X, listening. Thanks for the comment. He says, Bills get the Chiefs at home this year. Reminds me of Indianapolis and the Patriots all those times they met in New England. Yeah. You know, that is a really interesting analogy, too. You know, and and I guess nobody's saying that, you know, stat for stat, we have a repeat of the Brady-Manning rivalry you had. New England and Indianapolis, a couple of AFC teams. But, boy, I mean, it kind of has started to feel like it if you're paying attention, right? If we're paying attention. Mahomes and Allen, Buffalo, Kansas City, here we go again. They've played in Kansas City. Chiefs have always found a way to squeak it out, take advantage of one mistake here there. And certainly the Bills look like a better team this year, and they're at home. But – that ought to be a doozy. It ought to be a doozy of a game. I mean, Chiefs win that one. Are you seriously with the year that Kansas City has had? What are you going to be saying about Mahomes and Chris Jones and Andy Reid and that bunch if they go into Buffalo and win that game this weekend and are set up and here we go again after winning it last year? Now, what are we going to be saying about them? TR said, finally get them at home uh, to go to the Super Bowl. Can the Bills make it happen? I mean, really, like it's set up for them. They have set themselves up. And that's what I'm saying again, TR. I mean, the Bills may win that game by three touchdowns for all we know. But if they don't, okay, and Mahomes walks out of there with a win somehow, can you imagine how the Bills fans are going to feel? You, you talk about disappointed. 
I mean, really. Um, Sven says his, wherever his sister lives right now, they have seven feet of snow and they don't complain at all. <laughs> not, I mean, I'm not complaining. I mean, what's, what would be the point of complaining about it? And I don't know who I would complain to. I just, it is what it is. Uh, Chuck texts the show or comments on the Murray West live thread. He's on YouTube, says, is MDOT allowed to do anything on the trace? Federal Parkway, not a state road. That's the thing. I, I don't think they are, right? Unless it would be in some way contracted out, which I wouldn't think it would be. Yeah, but, hey, it's not that big a deal. We're going to be fine. Maybe by this afternoon. Maybe we'll be fine. Riding up down the trace all over again. <laughs> uh, Chuck went on to comment. He said, most of the playoffs games this weekend were not very competitive. I'm hoping they get it better. Uh, they get better in Green Bay. Uh, gets bounced by the 49ers. Well, they will get better. I, You know, and you did have some good ones. Well, you had one good one. <laughs> uh, Rams and Lions was a, was a really good one. Man, in the NFC, it is easy to root for the Lions. And, and I'm just going to go ahead and say, if the Chiefs can't miraculously get it done and get back to the Super Bowl, I genuinely hope it is the Texans. I like D'Amico Ryans. I like Stroud. I love what they stand for. So I'll just go ahead and say it. If it can't be the Chiefs, I hope it's the Texans. How about that? All right, hour one in the books. First show this week. The ice is melting, and we're just getting started. Hour two coming up. Stick around.